So today, I'm going to talk about, again, I'll, I'll be real quick because we have something we've got to follow this up with. We've got our new budget year coming up. I know everyone's been talking about it. Super exciting. There's a buzz about it, you know. And so we're going to take, um, <laughs> is that beef jerky? <laughs> you look so guilty. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you. <laughs> hey, you do you. <laughs> There's nothing. I, I was just shocked. I wasn't expecting to look <laughs> see Sandra gnawing on some beef jerky. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. Normally, I don't get derailed that easily. Like, I don't. Like, I could, like, I watch y'all do some silly things. That one caught me. <laughs> I wish y'all could have. I wish y'all could have seen her. You looked like I caught you with your hand in the cookie jar. We just locked eyes. Okay. Remember that prayer about distractions? Yeah. Uh, and I failed the test. Okay, let me take Sorry. That, I was not expecting that. Okay. Anyways, no, go ahead. Now I'm ready for it. Um, what was I saying? Anyways, yeah, so we got our uh, budget year coming up, and so we need to take that responsibility um, real uh, serious, you know, and so we need to be, make sure that we are prayerfully being good stewards of the Lord, that the Lord, what the Lord has entrusted to us, not given to us, but what He has entrusted to us, and so the things that, that He puts in our hands is we want to make sure we're, we're always open-handed with them. Does everyone see my hands right here? And so no matter what he puts in our hands, and this is true of our church, and this is true of you individually, and this is true of your family, is that everything the Lord entrusts to us, that we hold it like this. Like we, and there are some things we hold close to our heart, but, but please look at me right now, that I don't do this with them. See the difference? Right? That, that I don't grasp onto them, because when I'm holding things like this, um, when... I should, well, I guess I could say, if they are removed, imagine I have something in my hands, uh, you know, imagine I have this, I'll just say this piece of paper, if this is taken from me, do I end up getting injured? No. You know what I mean? Like, if this is something the Lord has entrusted, if the day comes along that he removes this from me, then, I, then I'm still okay, right? Versus if I am holding on to something he has entrusted like this. Now, if someone bigger and stronger came along, could they get this out of my grasp? Yes, they could. What's going to happen though? I'm going to be really hurt in the process, right? And so when we look at our money, um, we want to look that the, the Lord has entrusted us with money, uh, with all sorts of resources, and we want to hold it like this. And by the way, guys, this is also true of everything in life. Did you know this is true of your health? I'll just say it. Did you know this is true of your health? Do you all know what the death rate is around here? Has anyone checked lately? The numbers just came out. It's 100%. Did you all know that? No one gets out alive, right? And so, yeah, we need to be good stewards of our health. You need, you need to be exercising. You have an obligation to eat well. You have an obligation to take care of yourself. But we, we don't hold on to it like this because if the day comes that it's taken from us, that, that we can say, I mean, that's why, um, you know, even Paul, like with finances, with his health, he was healthy sometimes, and then sometimes he was sick, and sometimes he had plenty, and sometimes he had nothing, and then there were times that he was beat so badly that, that people literally thought he was dead, and amidst all that, he said, it's fine, right? Have, have y'all, like, have y'all ever seen this in life? Like, that, that people are holding things like this, and when it's taken from them, that, that, 
their response is, it's okay, God's enough. Like, have you ever seen this firsthand? It is amazing. Versus when, when people hold on to things like this and you watch things get ripped from them and they're, I mean, they are lost. They are lost completely. And so today we want to talk about the context of uh, money and finances. I'm not afraid to talk about money. I actually really like to talk about it. It was one of Jesus' favorite things to talk about. Sometimes people say that Jesus talked about money more than anything else, and that's not exactly true, but he did reference money quite a bit, okay? And so we want to make sure we have an understanding that the Lord is entrusting us with these things, and then that we're using them well, and so that one day we stand before Jesus and he says, man, that, that thing I gave you, he says, well done, good and faithful servant, right? And that whether we have a little bit or whether we have a lot, we want to be really responsible with it, okay? And so the Lord says, I'm, I'm going to hold you accountable uh, for whether or not you have a little bit or a lot. And he says, even if, if you're faithful with little things, he says, eventually I'll make you master of many things, okay? And so... Today we're going to talk about um, money. And so look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9. So this is in the context of, again, we're going to, in a minute, we're going to spend some time looking at our church budget. And the reason we spend time on that is because if you want to know where somebody's heart is, you look at their, if you show me someone's calendar and someone's checking book, I can pretty much tell you where their heart really is. Y'all follow me on that? I mean, for the most part, right? Um, we can talk a big game, but, but if I look at your calendar and your checkbook, and your, your calendar and your checkbook looks identical to the world's, I'm, I'm scratching my head at that point. Y'all follow me? Is that me judging? I don't think so. I, I think that's us examining one another's fruit, which we're actually called to do, Okay. Um, so 2 Corinthians chapter 9, we're going to look at, oh, I want to look at the New Testament um, suggestions, the New Testament exhortations towards giving. So look at uh, chapter 9, just look at verse 6, okay? In the New Testament, let's make sure we have a, a couple things that are ground rules here, is that uh, the New Testament, we don't use the word tithe, that's an Old Testament term, okay? The word tithe meant a tenth, and so if you hear someone say, hey, we're tithing, they, they don't completely understand what it means to give towards the Lord's work. Um, if you want to tithe, you're welcome to. Um, if you do it correctly in the Old Testament, tithing, once you add up all the tithes, it would be around 30 to 35% of your entire income, Okay. And that seems like a lot. If, if that's you, sure, go for it, right? Um, but in the New Testament, we don't use the word tithe. It doesn't appear anywhere for the New Covenant church. Um, and so, but again, at the same time, when someone joins this church, when you sign that covenant, you are covenanting to, hey, I'm going to give towards the work of the ministry. And I'm going to entrust the Lord. I'm going to give back to Him what He's given to me. And I'm going to entrust that He hopefully multiplies it, not financially, but for kingdom work. Y'all see the difference there? Okay. So you will never hear us uh, preach the, hey, give a dollar to Jesus and he'll give you $10 back. That's not, um, that's just a false teaching. That's no gospel at all, but you'll hear it plenty of times. So look at 
2 Corinthians chapter 9, this is Paul talking to the church in Corinth. And so here are some of the exhortations towards giving uh, towards the church right here. He says, remember this, verse 6. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So this is in the context of finances. And then he says, verse 7, each man should give. Now this is in the context of giving towards the ministry. Okay, so this is, does this mean just to the local church? No, not necessarily. This also means giving towards um, um, like missionaries, like in our family, we give personally towards missionaries. Uh, it also can mean giving towards um, like campus ministries, and it also means giving to the needy, like giving to widows and orphans and those that you see around you that just need. And so he says, each man should give what he, look at this, has decided in his heart to give. Where do you see tithe in there? It's not there. Okay, and so this is an issue that's between you and the Lord. And then look, here, here's, the, um, here's the instructions. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. And so do you want to know what? There's our rules for giving in the New Testament. Did you know that? We are to give. We're to give generously and cheerfully. And then please hear this. He says not reluctantly and not under compulsion. And when it says reluctantly, that means like if, if you feel guilty or grieved, grieved into something, if you feel sorrowful. Um, have you ever felt guilted? Well, I know the answer. Have you ever felt guilted into giving money towards someone? Everybody's nod your head. Yeah, right? And let me, please hear me say it. That's not of the Lord, okay? I don't care how polished and pretty and religious I make it sound. I could sit up here and I could manipulate you. I could. And I could guilt you into emptying your wallet for Jesus. It's happened to me before. I remember when I was in college. It was at a, a campus ministry thing. And it really was. The, the thing was, if you love Jesus, you'll do it. And I remember I emptied out my wallet. And it was a college kid. Why? Because I was guilted into it. And in hindsight, I realized that is not of the Lord. And then I love the second thing he says. And not under compulsion. Think about that. He says, do not give under compulsion. Now, in the context of our church, what that means, church members, is that that is why at the beginning of every fiscal year, or, or if you're a new member, that's why we ask, hey, can you tell us how much you plan on giving to the church? That's kind of weird, right? Why is that? It's so we can plan to use it accordingly. You see what I mean? Some people, have you ever done this? No, don't, don't answer me. That'd be bad. Have you ever done this, that your giving depends on how good this, the church is going at that time? If you're happy? Or, or some people even do this. And if it's you, don't let me know, because that's bad. Some people even give in response to, if the sermon was good today, then I'll put extra money in the plate. Have you all ever heard of someone doing that? That is giving under compulsion. And that is not of the Lord, Right? When church members, and I'm talking to people who have covenanted to the church, when they come together, how do we give not reluctantly or under compulsion? Well, we, we give with a grateful heart. We trust the Lord is going to use it. And then we pray and plan ahead. It's not compulsion. And so what that means is if, if I've had a bad quarter, that doesn't change my giving to the Lord. That would be under compulsion, right? 
It, what that means is, is that if the sermon's really bad, I don't sit there like this and say, oh, I'm upset, right? Has, everyone, has anyone else been there? Of course you have, right? And so what it means to give uh, not reluctantly under compulsion for God loves a cheerful uh, giver is that this is what we do is we sit down and we say, hey, let's look at our budget. Let's make sure that we are being good stewards of what the Lord has given us. We are going to make some changes here and there. And um, we want to use what the Lord has given, and we don't want to do anything under compulsion or reluctantly. Um, and I, I love talking about money. I love it. And the reason it's so important is because a wise man also said years ago, he said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right? Where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. And so, um, last thing I'll say is, man, I want to encourage you to, if, if you are... Some of y'all, you look at the money you're entrusted to, and I'm just going to be honest. Man, some of y'all hold it like this, right? And, 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 I, and, and we, are, we are so stingy and we're so afraid. And if right now you think that I'm trying to convince you to give money towards our church, this is my challenge, is I do want you to give money, but don't give it to our church, honestly. If you're not giving any of your finances to the Lord's work, this is my challenge. Please hear me. Start doing that, but just give it to a missionary. Give it to other church. If you feel an ounce of, oh, Russell's trying to get my money, then don't give. Don't give here. But I promise you, give it to other places that the Lord will do his work. And at that moment, this is what you're doing, is you're doing this right here. Right? And you are freeing your heart. Right? I know plenty of people who they don't own a lot of things. Their things own them. You know what I mean? And so... Um, what we're going to do is we're going to look at our budget here. We're going to talk through some things. We're going to talk through some changes. And, um, and, and Kinsey's going to lay out the, hey, here's our timeline of when things are going to happen. And as a church, remember, we have, uh, you guys have a responsibility. You even have an obligation to help us kind of walk through this. So she's going to show us what happened last year, what's coming up this year. And... Um, Gosh, I think that's it. Do I need to add anything else before you, before you come up here? Do what? Membership, yeah. If you're not a church member, um, some of y'all are, are giving, but you're not a church member. And the reason I want you to become a church member is because right now, if, if you, we want you to commit to membership so that we can have your input and your help in making some financial decisions. You know what I mean? And so... Uh, right now, if you come and say, hey, man, I don't, I don't like the way this money's being spent that I'm giving, I'll ask, well, have you committed to this body? And if the answer is no, then it's, well, I, I, need, I need you to do that in order to have a voice in the conversation, right? Is that fair? Um, and then a couple other things is uh, something y'all should know is um, people who, it's, it is tracked how much everybody gives. I don't know how much people give. I don't have a clue. And that's on purpose. So if you've ever dropped like $10,000 in and expected a phone call from me, sorry, you're not getting it. it, it or if you've, if you've never given a dime, sorry, it doesn't change anything. That's because I don't know who gives what or how much. Some people do, and I don't need to. Um, I think that's it. Is there anything else I need to introduce? All right, well, come on up, honey, and we'll, we're going to spend some time on this. And that's it.